Truma Sheni, chapter 25, verse 17, Posik Perik Chafhei, Posik Yuzayin. Vosiso Chakapoides Zohov Tohir, you should make a cover for the Ark of pure gold. Amosayim Vachetzi Orko, two and a half Amas the length, Vamo Vachetzi Rochba, two and a half Amas the width. Kapoides. That was a cover for the uh, box, for the ark. Because the ark was open on the top. And you would place it on top of it like a, uh, like a cover, like a board, like a cover over it. And um, the size fitted exactly over the size of the ark which was uh, two and a half by one and a half, and outside it was the gold uh, cover of the, uh, of the outer cover. As the length of the oren, and the width of the kapayres of the cover was as the width of the oren. Um, and this was the, including these, this, uh, and it was laying on the, uh, four walls, uh, on the thickness of the four walls. Although there is no uh, sheer measure to its thickness, in other words, the Torah doesn't say how thick it was. Our teachers explained that its thickness was one tefach. So, uh, which really means that the uh, it was uh, the height uh, with the cover was a amavachetzi uh, plus a tefach plus the zeir zov which went around it over the uh, edges as we learned before. Posik yudches v'osiso shnayim kruvim zov and you shall make two golden kruvim mikshatase oisom. Uh, you should make them hammered out work. Uh, you should hammer them out. Mishnei kitzois hakapoides from the uh, two ends of the ark covered cover. So that you shouldn't. We'll see Rashi. You should not uh, um, paste kruvim to the uh, to the cover, but should have the kruvim made out of the cover, as we'll see in Rashi. Now, we already learned about the Kruvim in the uh, end of Pashas Yisrael when the Torah says over there, Loisasen iti alikei elehei chesev elehei zohov loisasu lochem. So that was talking about the Kruvim, as Rashi explained over there, that these Kruvim have to be made out of gold and not made out of silver. Uh, Rashi says over there, the Pshat of Lisasun Iti, meaning um, uh, those that are with me, the uh, the Kruvim that are with me, they should be made out of gold and not out of silver. Um, and they become like Elihezov, they become like gods, unless they're made out of gold. But if they make like silver, they become like Elihezov. Also, Elikezov, uh, Rashi says over there, is coming to warn not to make more than more than two, because if he makes more than the two kruvim, um, then they also become like a lekai. They become like a god. They become a, a god. So this pasuk is uh, has already referenced before when it says shnayim kruvim make kruvim zov means emphasis on shnayim that it has to be two and not more than two, and it has to be zohov and not out of silver. Either way, they would be considered elelikim. Okay, so mikshatas aisum mishnektzos akapayda. So k'tarashi kruvim. What is the cherub? So k'tarashi kruvim. The most parts of tinek lahem. They had the features of a child. The the face. Uh, the features of a child. Mikshatas aisum. What does it mean? They should be uh, hammered out. Uh, hammered work. They should be made. Don't make him by themselves with the chabrim. Then you'll connect them to the top of the lid. After they have been made as the works of smith, 
which is soldered, they soldered together. But in the beginning, when you're making the kapeiris, put in a lot of gold. And then you beat with a hammer and with a mallet. Uh, in the middle, uh, so you're banging in Vereshin built in the Milo. So then the uh, ends protrude upwards. And then you shape, they make the form, the shape of the Kruvim at the uh, uh, protrusions uh, at the ends from those chunks of gold that are on the ends. Uh, those you shape the uh, Kruvim. Miksha, Zaktrashi, what does it mean? Miksha, Zaktrashi, Osui Bahako, it's hammered out, made by banging. Kemoi, Daniel, Hei, Vovin, Do, Lido, Nakshon. Knocked one against the other. Do, Lido, one against the Nakshon. Ketsois Hakapoides, the edges, meaning the Roshe Hakapoides, ends of the arc covers. So you make it the ends of the side of the Kapoides, in the middle is empty, so they are, each one of the Kruvim is on the two edges of the uh, of the cover. On, so between the two kapitas and the edges is the uh, two and a half uh, uh, amas, uh, you know, from from edge to edge. And one was on this edge of the two and a half amas, the other one on the other edge of the two and a half amas. Pasikutes vasi kruv echad mikotzu mizeh and make one cherub in one corner. Ukruv echad mikotzu mizeh and one cherub in the other corner. Mina kapitas tasu akruvim from the lid from the cover you should make this cherub ashnake tsaisam and the two uh, ends I don't know what this Pasik is adding and what he didn't say before so that's the Rashi Vasek Kruv Echad Mikotze so the Rashi Shaloi Toimer Shnaim Kruv Lechol Kotze Vekotze so that you don't mistakenly say that there are two cherubs for each end Lekach Hutzrech Lefadish Kruv Echad Mikotze Mizeh that's why he has to explain articulate that there's one Kruv in this corner one Kruv in the other corner because when it says before, um, uh, you can interpret it, the Shnai Kruvim Zov would be from the two sides of the Kapodis. Uh, even though, as mentioned before, uh, the Pasuk already told you before, and Rashi says, meaning more than the two. Now, Bamison. Over there in the Pasik, where it says in Pasik in in in, in, in Perikhop Pasik Chafalif, uh, when it says Leisasulachem Kezov Leisasulachem Pasikhof Kezov Leisasulachem, it doesn't say only two. How do we know two uh, more than two? It is based on the fact that um, whatever the number the Torah would prescribe here. So here we first have to tell us what it is. If it would have been Shnaim Kruvim, and they would mean that each side had two Kruvim, so Vishnek Tseisa Kapoides, then Elekezo would mean making more than four. So that's why we need the Pasuk here to tell us which it is. So the Pasuk is telling us, Kruv Echad Mekotzer Mizeh, Kruv Echad Mekotzer Mizeh, and then the, the Pasuk over there says Elekezo, that if you make more than that, it will be like Elekezo. Mina Kapoides, Atzma, from the Kapoides, so Tassos Akruvim, you should make the Kruvim. Zeu Pirusha Shal Mikshatasa Oisom. This is the meaning of Mikshatasa Oisom, that they should be hammered out. Bifne Atzmom, Shaloi Tasem, Bifne Atzmom, Techamna Kabinata, make it by themselves and connect them to the Kapoiris. I guess Rashi is trying to answer. Mele, the first part of the Pasuk, Vasek Kruvechon, Mikotsim is a, you're coming to tell me that he's trying to tell you just that one Kruv on each side, and not two on each side. But what does it have to say again? When it already said uh, before, miksha tasa So this Rashi answers because this is actually what's the meaning of miksha. The pasuk is clarifying. What does it mean that miksha tasa oisom? That minakapoides tasa sakrumash nekatsoisov. That that's the way. So it shouldn't make him and connect them, but that's the way to make them. So this is this becomes an interpretation of the previous meaning. Pasuk chav v'hoyu akruvim pers persich nafayim. The Milo, the Kruvim shall have their wings spread out upwards. So they had wings, they would cover like a schach, like a covering with their wings, uh, over, the, uh, over the lid. And their face, they faced one his brother, so they were facing inwards towards each other. 
Ela kapoiris yu pnei hakruvim towards the kapoiris uh, uh, towards the ark should be the face of the kruvim. The Gemara has a whole discussion exactly about this in the Gemara Baba Basra, but um, in the Pashat Pshat in the Pasik, uh, let's do the Rashi, then we'll see what the Pshat. Pershech nafayim, Pershech nafayim, Zakh Rashi, Shaloi Tasech nafayim, Shaykhrim, don't make the cherubs uh, wings, don't make them lying down, in other words, folded up against their bodies. Now, we haven't even learned yet that they had wings. We just said Kruvim, cherubs had a face of a tinuk, but apparently cherubs come with wings. Uh, that's part of the definition of cherubs. So the Pasik is telling you that these cherubs, the Kruvim, is should be They should be their wings should be spread out. They shouldn't be lying, but spread out. but spread out. high above. by their heads. Their their wings were spread out next to their heads, and in a such a way So there should be ten tefachim in between the hollow, in between the wings. To the lid, like the Gemara says in Sukkot of Hamid Beis, that there was ten tefachim in between. So apparently, that the um, the kruvim themselves were ten tefachim high, and since they were ten tefachim high, they were um, 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 their wings that was next to them were also ten tefachim uh, high because that was next to their head, and they covered on the kapitis. They were facing each other, and what is the meaning when it says El HaKapoides? El HaKapoides, uh, um, El HaKapoides over here again, uh, means, uh, um, in other words, the Pnei should be looking downwards, their wings were each other, they're facing each other, but their heads should be facing, looking down onto the, uh, onto the lid, onto the Kapoides. That's the taich in the pashat. In the pashat, pasuk chafalav v'nosato es hakapoides al haorim, and then you should just telling you how to build it first. Now I'm telling you that you should place the kapoides. You should place it on top of the uh, on top of the ark milmala, a lot of milmala on top. Ve'el haorim, and into the orin titei nesa edus shesaretin elecha. You should give. You place the testimony that I give to you. Um, which is which is really the same as the pasuk has just said before in pasuk tezayin v'nasata lor nasayid so it's not etan lefanecha so k'trashi v'laorit laorin tit nasaydus lo yadaiti lo manichpal I don't know why it was doubled sharik for nema because it already says in pasuk tezayin v'nasata lor nasaydus v'yashloimar so we can say shabal alam that this pasuk is coming to teach us. While it's an orin alone, without the kapoidus, first you should give the testimony to it. And then he should give the kapoidus uh, uh, on it. And likewise we find when he... Uh, Put up the Mishkan. Namad, the Pasik says in Shmeis Mem Pasik Chav, Vayitain Esaidus al Orin. He gave into Eidus the Orin. Vayachar Kach, Vayitain Esakapoides al Orin Mamailo. And afterwards you should give, he placed the Kapoides on the Orin for above. Well, number one, how is he to put the Luchais, the Eidus, uh, into the um, into the into the orin if the cover is on it, um, but maybe it means that before putting the luchas in the box into the orin, you should first put the lid and then take off the lid and then put in the luchas. Uh, it doesn't say that, but uh, that's the only way that it can happen. Now, in in the pasuk of here, it says you should place the kapoidas at the orin milmaylo. That's not part of the procedure because then the pasuk would be uh, defeating its purpose of trying to tell you uh, that you put it into the arm before the kapoidus. If you read this pasuk, it seems just the opposite. It says v'nasata sa kapoidus ala arim milmoila, and then it says v'la arim titnas eidus sheratin elacho. So it seems like 
you put it, first you put the kapayris in the oren, and then you put the oren, and then into the oren you put the edis in elecha. The opposite is what we're trying to say. But um, the, the pshat in the Pasik is, first the, tire, the Pasik is just telling you what you did with the kapayris. Benasata is a kapayris ala oren milmarla. Talk, talk to you about the construction of the kapayris. You should make a lid. So what do you do with that lid? So he tells you that um, he tells you that you should um, you should put the kapayris on top of the oren. Now the pasuk is going back to tell you where to place the 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 uh, the edus. So the pasuk is telling you. And it's emphasizing a second time what it said before, that not after the kapoiris is on it, you take it off and put it in, and but you do it before. Rashi's raya is, if it should be the other way, then when the Mishkan was put up, it should have said first that he put the kapoiris on the Arun, and then... And then he put the kapayris on the oven, and then he put the uh, the edus in, and then he put the edus in. That would mean that first he put on the kapayris, then he had to remove it, and then put on, and then put luchos in again. Okay, I mean I don't see any other way how you put it in with the cover if it's a box that's covered from all four sides. Um, and, and maybe maybe the the. Uh, Rashi's question is maybe the question is you just said this pasuk. If the pasuk was just trying to tell you the order, so if it would have said so why did the pasuk have to double it? Meaning, why did it have to say the first time around in the uh, in the previous pasuk? Why did it have to say so we're saying that that pasuk is trying to tell you that while it's still an ordering, you should pay it That's why it was said before. Because if it would have just told you in the order, then you would make a mistake. And you would think it's after the kapitis. But in Cain, the question is, why don't we just have pasuk hafal of right? And then saying to you, no, that it's, it's first you put on and then we need to tell you that it's not in that order, but first comes the other order. And then we would know that that's the way it was done. So still, it's not clear to me that here. Okay, but that would be a separate question, why does the Torah write uh, in this order? But since it's written in this order in Pasuk Chafalov, in the Satis Akaperis Alorim El and then it says Valorim Titan and that would actually be a contradiction to the way it was done. So therefore, the Pasuk comes earlier, tells you no, that it's Daka done in the other way. And for some reason, the Pasuk writes it over here in the switched around way. Okay, needs to be looked in. I'm sure the Mishpavoshim talk about this. Let's go by the Pasuk Chavbeis. And I will arrange my meetings with you over there. And I will speak with you um, from atop of the uh, of the cover of the kapayris. From in between the two kruvim. That are on the Ark of the Testimony. Everything that I will instruct you to the Bnei Yisrael. So while right now Moshe Rabbeinu was talking to Hashem through other means, through other places, he went to the Arofel, and that was on the Har Sinai, but we have, Hashem was speaking to Moshe Rabbeinu on the Har Sinai. But Hashem is saying to him now that that will be the meeting place. And Hashem will speak to you, Me'ala Kapiris, from on top of the cover, in between the two crew. I will arrange my meetings with you there when I set up a, a, a meeting to speak to you. That place I will set up for the time, for the time that I set up, want to speak to you, 
I will set up over there. That's the place. That's the that's the spot. I'll speak to you from on top of the cover. But in another place it says, in Vayikra Aleph Aleph, it says, Vaydaber Hashem Eilov, Hashem spoke to him, to Moshe Rabbeinu, it says, from the tent of meeting, saying. So what is called the meeting place over there? The meeting place is the oil. Uh, the tent of meeting. And not necessarily the kapiris over here. The oil moed, the tent of meeting, refers to the. It was a tent. That's the mishkan. That's the tent. That's the dwelling place. That was outside of the curtain. The curtain that separated from the kodesh hakadoshim and the kodesh That was the oil moed. That was the mishkan, and not it was bchalal not from the kapiris in the pasuk over there. Nimtush So it comes out that we have two verses that contradict one another. So the third pasuk comes and decides between them. In Bamidbar Zayin, pasuk Tes, it says, "Bevoi Moshe loyel Moyed." Moshe came to the tent of meeting, so the oil was the Moyed tent of meeting. But Yishma as a koil medaber elov, so he heard the voice speaking to him. May al hakapiris on top of the kapiris again. So what does this tell us? How did it work? Moshe yinichnas lemishkan. Moshe would enter inside of the sanctuary to the Mishkan. The Kivan Shabbat is Pesach, once it comes to the inside the door, a voice descended from the heaven to in between the Kruvim. And from there it would go out and would be heard to Moshe in the tent of meeting. So when the Pasuk says, that was where the voice that descended from above spoke from was from between the Bnei Kruv. When the Pasuk says, Hashem spoke to him from the Oyel Mayed, that means that voice that traveled from Bnei Kruvim to Moshe was the oil that came also from the Oyel Mayed because it went through the Parachas I guess, and it went through there, so it came to Moshe from in from the oil Moya too, because that's where Moshe Rabbeinu heard it. It's a little bit still schwer because it didn't it comes, it, it doesn't come may oil Mayit. I mean, it was through the oil Mayit is already from the oil Mayit, and uh, that's why uh, we correct us out these verses. Uh, so that's what Hashem says. He'll speak to you there. Eis kol and the next Rashi, Rashi quotes from the Pasuk, Ve'eis kol asheratza ve'eschob ne Yisrael. In our Pasuk there is no Vav, I don't know where Rashi says Ve'eis, but, but let's assume for now that Ve'eis kol asheratza ve'eschob ne Yisrael. Rashi says, Harivav zu yuseiru tefela. This is an extra Vav and secondary, which means it's not, and in addition to something else, Hashem says, Na'adetil chosh v'dibartitcho ma'al kapoides, not and something else and this. So that's a vav zu yisera. It's an extra vav utfeila and it's secondary. Uh, there's a lot of them like in the pasuk. I mean, matter of fact, Rashi just we just brought it down uh, uh, before. Uh, Rashi just broke down uh, an example of that. But the pasuk from Ushtei Tabois. But over there, Rashi has a little explanation about the vav over there. Um, Rashi, uh, we have a lot of this like the Pesach what does it mean so you should translate what it means that I speak with you there not an additional this is whatever I tell you to the Bnei Yisrael when I spoke to Bnei Yisrael I'll tell you from there so that is the meaning of the word but I don't know we don't have a vav in our Pesach I don't know if Rashi has a different girsa in the Torah, Rashi has a different uh, uh, meaning that or not comes in the Vav over here. Pasuk Chav Gimel. Vosisa Shulchan Atzei Shittim. You shall make a table of acacia wood. Amasayim Orkei Ve'ama Rochboi Ve'ama Vechetzi Kamasi. Two Amas was the length. Two Amas the width. One Amas the, one Amas the width. And an Amas and a half was the height. Koimosoi. When we say the height, what do we mean the height of the table? We're not talking about the thickness of the board of the table. 
the shulchan basically consists of from uh, acacia wood. It was a piece of wood. So the piece of wood wasn't uh, the thickness of the piece of wood, but the height of the legs together with the thickness of the table was a amavachetzi. Pasuk of Dalit, and you should cover it, uh, overlay it with pure gold, uh, the table. Uh, and you shall make a golden crown all around. Uh, this is a symbolic of the crown of kingship. Uh, uh, the shulchan, the table, that's the wealth and, uh, and greatness. Uh, like you say, uh, the royal table. So the table is where there is wealth and greatness. It's represented by the table. So the Zeir Zohov is also a sign, a gold sign for the crown. I guess the crown, the Zeir is a sign for a crown. A crown of, of gold, a crown. A crown represents kingdom. Because at the table is represents the greatness. Uh, and greatness is the kingdom. And by the Orin, Rashi explained that the Zeir Zohov by the Orin, uh, which is in Pasuk uh, Aleph, uh, earlier that that was a sign for Keser Torah so there is the crown of Torah because the Torah was in the uh, in the ark uh, and uh, the table is the uh, Keser of, uh, of Malchus Pasuk Chofei Vosis you shall make for it Mizgeres Toifach a frame uh, that is a handbreadth subiv all around. So you make a f- frame, which uh, a handbreadth, a frame, a handbreadth, vasiso zeir zov, and you should make a golden crown limizgartoi for that mizgeres uh, for that frame subiv all around. As Rashi will explain in a minute that this is not a separate zeir, but we told you first you make a zeir, make this crown. Now the Torah is telling you where you place, how you're going to place the zeir. Apparently there is a practical problem here also, as we're going to see, you know, putting the zeir on a table, which is used, maybe again the way, we'll see how it, how it actually plays, how the, how the different opinions, were, how it took place. So the Pasuk, Mizgeres, Zoktrashi, uh, is God, 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 Godnefo, Gdamfo. It's like a rim. It was a rim. There is a, uh, a disagreement between the Jewish sages uh, exactly how this was. Yes, Emrim. Others say that uh, the it was above. Uh, above the table. In other words, it was extending from the tabletop. So you had the tabletop, and you had a tefach of the tabletop, such a rim, or a mizgeres, uh, uh, a frame, uh, a rim that went around, around around the table. Kemoi lebazbizin, like the rims at the edge of the tables of the princess. Like they have a piece of wood going around on top of the table. And then you put a ring on. You put the crown, the the, the zair, the golden zair. You put on top of that mizgeres. Uh, and there's those that say lemato hoiso that it was below the table top, top, and that was tkua meregel regal inserted from one leg to the other. Ba'arba ruches hashulchan on the four. Uh, sides of the table, meaning right beneath the tabletop, right underneath it. So you had the uh, four, and they were uh, attached to the legs of the table. 
the table legs. We haven't learned exactly how the legs of the table worked. We just had in Rashi before that the Amon Chetzi Koima included the legs, not just the thickness of the table. But wherever the legs were, uh, presumably the four legs, and they uh, went ac- across, like a frame across, around and around. Uh, uh, and the table top lay on that frame um, and um, so what does it mean that you made a Zeir where did you put the Zeir Zohov on the Mizgeres does it mean that that frame on the table was sitting on the Mizgeres, it was sitting on a the Zeir uh, on the golden uh, crown I mean, it seems almost uh, 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 the wrong place, pathetic, to put the Kesser Malchus underneath the table, have the tabletop sitting on top of that of that zer. It's not the place for a zer. So what does it mean that you put the zer, the Zov, on the Mizgeres, if we're saying that it was laying, the tabletop was laying on the Mizgeres? So maybe the zer Zov, the Mizgeres Zov, is uh, right, you know, on top of the table, uh, directly over the where the mezgeres the, the surrounding surrounded. I take a look at the pictures the way they do it over here. Um, where did the mezgeres go uh, for the uh, for the um, where did the zair go for the, the mezgeres? Pasik chav vav vasisaloi. You should make for the table. Arba uh, Tabuiz Zohov, four golden rings. Venasata is a Tabuiz, and you should place the rings al Arba Hapeis on the four sides. Asher la Arba Raglovs, that are in its four, that is in the four uh, legs. Saying uh, this before, probably the way it worked in Mizgeris, and again, like take a look at the pictures. But the legs were probably at the edges of the uh, of the table. So uh, then, if you put the Mizgeris, uh, um, maybe the um, but Rashi says that the the uh, I was trying to think that you put maybe the Mizgeris. Uh, you know, uh, then the Mizgeres, uh, if you put it on the legs, which are all four legs, would be like the furthest apart, you know, at the edges of the of the board, of the uh, of the acacia wood that served as the platform for the table, as the uh, tabletop. Um, if the legs were far away, and then you built, it wasn't like inside, it was outside, so then the Mizgeres would be... Uh, protruding a little bit outside of the tabletop, but then the Rashi is saying that it was So probably it seems like the legs were a little bit inside, and uh, or at least a little bit or a lot, but at least a little bit so that the tabletop can lie on the Mizgeris. And then the question becomes, where did they put the Zer over there? I think it's uh, the Gemara there, they just got to look it up. But the the four rings uh, that you gave over here, uh, that you placed, uh, uh, is 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 actually placed not on the tabletop, but they're placed on the legs. Al arba peyes on the four sides, asher la arba raglov. That is to the four legs. You know, the four legs to the four corners. That's where you place the taboys. So it's like saying nasata is a taboys la arba raglov to to the four corners that the four legs were in. The four legs were there. So you put them on the legs uh, that were by the um, by the four sides of the of the of the table. Uh, before by the Oren he didn't call them payis, he called them Tsalis Oren and the sides of them. Here he calls them uh, uh um, over there, Rashi uh, said, um, um, "Let's let's do the next part." Pasuk of Zayin, Lumas Hamizgeres, the rings shall be Tiyanata boys. The rings shall be be opposite uh, uh, the frame 
opposite the uh, the mizgeres, lebotin uh, levadin. They should be houses for the poles, meaning that the poles should uh, hold them. See Rashi, losses is a shulchan to carry the table. So Rashi, leumas hamizgeres tiyenata boys. So Rashi, beraglayim tukuis, they were um, uh, inserted. Uh, on the legs, in, in, on the legs, keneged roshe hamizgeres, opposite uh, the ends of the frame. I don't understand what does it mean exactly. Opposite the mizgeres, opposite the the uh, Rashi says roshe hamizgeres. The mizgeres is the um, is that rim, that frame, that surrounded. Um, um, if the uh, if the mizgeres was on top of the table, uh, so there were the mizgeres was made up presumably for four pieces, one piece for each side. So each side has a heading. Uh, um, the side that you see. So um, now the pasuk uh, Norashi doesn't say over here where the uh, rings were placed, but presumably, as we learned, that this should be learned based on what we learned before by the Odin, so that there was they were placed uh, that the rings were placed on the narrow side, on the width side, not on the length side. But over here it was shorter. Over there, so over here, instead of two and a half amas like it was by the um, by the Oren, because we only had the table was only two amas. Uh, so between Paul and Paul, uh, there were two amas, and presumably the rings uh, were uh, placed um, in the uh, legs. Uh, I know I'm trying to figure it out. I should better look this up but try, uh, uh, instead of trying to figure it out myself. But let's just see what what what, what we can come up with. Uh, what we would seem just by learning the Rashi, without looking at the Mefarshim. So um, you would um, um, you would um, uh, have the rings on the width side, which in this case it was an ama. Between the rings, there was an ama. And uh, presumably, let's assume whether it was on the top or the bottom, it doesn't make a difference. Let's talk for a minute if it was on the top. So you have one uh, one piece going along the length, which is two amas. That piece that's going two amas on the two sides, length along the length, so at that corner, at that edge, that means the Rosham is Geras, that's where you put in the tabas on the leg running that way uh, so as if the run of the two uh, piece um, uh, two, f- two arm uh, misgeres, piece of misgeres that was on the top uh, would be continued with the run of the protrusion of the ring when it's sticking out on this side of the ring and the other side and likewise it was on the other side the length of the table you also had the two and a half uh, the two armor piece that went along the length and then you had the ring sort of continuing uh, from there sticking, protruding further out and then the two smaller pieces for the Mizgeras which were they were like in the inside in between these two uh, pieces so they didn't have no head because their head was buried uh, in between the two long pieces so the narrow piece was stuck in between the two long pieces on both sides. So when the Pasik says Lumas Hamizgeres, the Pasik is telling you opposite the Mizgeres, meaning the head, Rashi is telling you, uh Mizgeres, next to the head, the ends of the frame, because the end of that Mizgeres, that's where you stuck in the rings, and then you put the poles in into those two rings. So in between the poles there were two Amis, and then you had one in the front and one in the back, carrying the shulchan. But all this has not been explained with regards to the shulchan and the pasuk over here. Let's go weiter. Lebotim levadim, 
So Rashi Oisun Atabois, you bought him, they should be houses, Lachnis Bahmabadim to bring into them the, the, the poles. What does it mean should be Lebotim, the, the houses of Lutzerbotim? They were they were houses, they were the purpose, they were not houses, they were for the purpose of holders. And exactly what Rashi is saying over here. Levadim, Zakrashi, as the Targum runs Lebadim, uh, Asra Larachaya, place for the poles. Now, is Rashi trying to explain Lebadim? The word Badim was already said before with regards to the order. Rashi didn't pray, pray, explain over there. Rashi is also bringing down the first word of the Targum, Asra Larachayu, a place for the Badim. So there's something more over here, the Lebotim for the Badim. And you shall make the poles of acacia wood, and you should cover them with gold, and you should carry the shulchan with them. Will be carried. The table will be carried with them. Another thing to observe here is the Torah doesn't say over here by the shulchan uh, that they have to always be in there. Over here it would make sense for them to have poles and placed inside the holes so that you could move it back and forth. But the Torah doesn't describe over here the whole uh, process as the Torah described, neither, uh, you know, the um, um, uh, this Pasuk or um, um, or the uh, Rashi doesn't explain here the, the, the exactly how the rings were placed, but presumably that we can learn them from the Oren, that the same way it was with Oren, the same way it took place over here, and Rashi doesn't need to explain it because he already explained it over there. Pasuk of Tess, you shall make, Ka'araisov, its uh, forms, the chapoisovs and its spoons. These are all vessels that are used for the table, for the needs of the table and the and the lechem aponim that we're going to learn about. So he calls it ke'aroisov. It's uh, its play, its forms, the forms that they shape the bread, the chapoisov, and its spoons, the spoons that they were used to put the bazichim, the special uh, uh, thing that was brought. We'll learn later on. Uh, for the lechem uh, aponim, and then you also have the kusoys of uh, the half pipes. Those half pipes were part of the structure that was used, as we'll learn in Rashi, uh, to construct the uh, an elevated area to place the breads over the table, because the table was just sitting on the bottom, and then they had holders that would hold the uh, the actual breads that they placed over there. So the kusoys were the half pipes. Half pipes meaning. You know, you split a pipe, a pipe is round, if you cut it along the length of it, so you get like a half circle. That's called the Ksoysov, those are mean the half pipes. Or Menaki Yosef, and those Menaki Yosefs, those are the supporters. The supporters for the half pipes were uh, supports that the half pipes stood on, and the bread laid on these half pipes. So these Ksoysov are the half pipes, Menaki Yosef are the holders that held these half pipes. Asher Yusach Bohen, which it will be covered with them, meaning the table will be covered with them. The Kesoisov and the Menaki Yosef would cover the table because when you put the bread on the Kesoisov and Menaki Yosef, they are hovering, they are schach, they are going over. So all these Kaores and the Kapoisov these forms and the spoons and the ksoisov and the menaki yosov should all be made of zohar of toyer of pure gold, tasa oisom. You should make them. So first the Pasuk says, Make them. Then it says, zohar of toyer, tasa oisom. Pure gold, you should make them. So again, another word, tasa oisom, make them of pure gold. Those are the forms. That was made in the form of the bread. The bread was placed in there. The dough was placed in there so it got the shape of the of that of the koreis. The koreis was the shaping, that was the form that formed the bread. Says, what was the form? What was the shape? It was made like a like a box, which is broken through in uh, in two sides. Um, broken. What does it mean? Like a broken box, like a box that was broken in two sides. Broken in two sides means a box usually is 
a solid box. But here we'll see it was broken in two sides of it. There was like a break in it, as we'll say. Rashi says, There was a bottom on the bottom. The Koifel Mikan, you would double it up, it would go up on one side, high up, higher up, Umikan, and from this side, Klapimaila, like towards the top, Kmiksolim. So, like walls. Uh, like walls. So you had like a bottom and two sides to it. And Teva Prutsa means because since it has two walls and the other side doesn't have the walls, so that's a broken box. Uh, that's why we call it in the Pasuk calls it later on the breast with the face because it has a face that it can see to here into here because it, it looked in the side of the house from this and this in, in the in the uh, in the oil, when on the shulchan, uh, because it's a little higher up, has a wall, so that's called the face looking on the both sides, the sides of the of the of the of the bayis. Uh, it's called the pony. He says v'noisen orkoi, and he puts the length of the bread of the lechem. He puts it l'rochboi shel shulchan. He puts it to the width of the table. So. Um, the width of the table we learned before was one, uh, one uh, tafach. So he puts the length of the bread uh, on the uh, on the width of the table, which basically takes up the whole table. The kesolov and the walls of it then zukufim are raised keneged svasa shulchan. So therefore, so that's why its walls were uh, uh, upwards by both edges of the table, because since the um, um, so the, um, the 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 length of the bread was in the width of the tables, and the two walls were were actually on the length side of the of the bread. The bread's length side, the long side of the bread, the long side of the lechem upon him, had on both sides these walls. So when you put these both sides of these walls against the width of the table, so it means that both of these walls are opposite the edges of the table on both sides. Uh, and that's why they're called lechem aponim because they're looking on the two sides of the table, uh, on the sides of the table going out uh, to 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 both sides towards the wall, towards towards the sides of the of the bias. They were made a golden form and a metal form. Uh, that's why it's called of Its forms. There were two forms: a golden and a metal. Bishal barzel hunefa. It was. Baked in a uh, metal one. You take it out from the oven. You put it into the golden one. Add. When takes it out of the oven, noisnei places bishalzov in the golden one. Add lamochar bishabes until the next day on Shabbos. So it was baked on Friday, and on Friday when it was baked, he put it into the golden one. Until the next day of Shabbos, and then Shemesadre ala Shulchan, he would arrange it on the table. Vaisa adfus, and that uh, form is korikaris called akaira. But they they needed kairis for all of them, unless they I mean because if they needed to keep, maybe maybe they could bake them one at a time. But if they bake them all together, uh, so they needed kairis for all the lechem upon him for the twelve breads, and uh, they needed. But at least they kept them. They had to keep them all. In the golden ones, they needed 12, at least 12, for each one of them. The kapoisov, what is the kapoisov? Zekrashi, bezichin, they were the spoons, shenesim b'am levoina, in which they put the levoina, the the frankincense uh, was placed in them. Ushtayim hoyu, and there were two spoons, lishnei, they say kapoisov, lishnei koimtse levoina, because for the two uh, handfuls of frankincense, Sense uh, uh, that you would give on the for the two arrangements, the two stacks of the six bread and six bread. So you would have a spoon with 
the frankincense for each one of them, uh, for each one of the spoons. Shenemar, as it says in Vayikrach of Dal Pasik Zayin, Venasata Lamarocha, and you shall place besides the stack, Levoina Zako, a pure frankincense. So, frankincense. So that's the Kapoisov that was used for that. Ukisoisov, um, those are like half pipes, halulim, that were hollow. Hanizdokim la'orkam, that you split them along their length. Tugmoson also he made similarly, he made out of gold. Umisader shloisho, and he organizes three al reish kolechem. So, umisader, he organizes shloisho al reish kolechem, three over each bread, over each bread. So you had over each bread, you had three of those, not on top of the bread, but it was over each bread, as we'll soon see, these kasoisov were held by the Menachi Yosef, but they were three of them over each bread. Sheyeshev lechem o'echod, one bread should lie al gabe oison hakanim, will be laying on top of those three half pipes that were cut, umavdilim, and they separate ben lechem lechem in between breads, so that the ear can go in between, not one bread lying on the other one, and they should become moldy. And in Arabic, any hollow thing is called kasua. So that's why it's kasoisov, is hollow, the, the hollow pipes. Um, so when we say, on the top of each bread, meaning on the top of each bread that was on the table. So, we had the breads on the table, and we're going to see, we said that the uh, length of the bread was on the width, and then there was another one on the bottom, on the table, and then you started uh, putting them on top of it, as we'll see soon, soon in the Rashi. Umanaki Yosef, Targume, the translation is translates it, it's, it's bearers, those that hold it. Heim Snifim, they are branches, Kimin Yisaydi Zohov, they were... Uh, uh, golden, uh, golden pegs, uh, and uh, the uh, the understanding here, the Mizrahi explains that they were like columns. They were standing on the ground. He said the zov aimed in They were like columns of gold standing on the ground, just like a pole. The They were much higher. These poles higher than over the table. They were as high as the marocha, uh, as the uh, as the stack of bread, uh, because we, we're going to see the pipes were connected to these uh, to these menachim Yosef, to these uh, uh, to these uh, columns. Umafutzolim shisha petzolim. These columns had uh, notches, six notches. Zelamaylamizeh. One on top of the other, six notches. The Rashi Hakanim and the uh, and the edges and the ends of these pipes of the Kesoisov that we had before, those half pipes Shemein Lechem the Lechem that were that separated between each bread and bread. Smuchin they would lean Aloisam Petzulin those notches. They would go into those notches. Kidei Shelayich b'Masad Alechem, so that the weight of the bread should not weigh down. Hal Yoyinim the top one, Al Tachtoinim on the bottom ones. V'Yishberu and they will break them, or that's called before I said V'Yapshu they will get smelly. But here they would break the bread. V'Loshin Mechilte, the language of Mechilte means Sevloisov, those who can withstand it, they're holding it up. Kemoi Nileisi Hochil, I'm tired of can't stand anymore. Avaloshin menaki yosef, but the language of menaki is any idea. I don't know. Eich neifal asnifim. How do you apply this on these, uh, on these, um, on these uh, standing columns? V'yesh mechach mi Yisrael emrim. There's others say that kisoisov elusnifim. They switch around. That the kisoisov are these, um, are these um, uh, columns. And shemakshin oison umechaskin oison because they are hardened umachazikin oison shaloyishaber because they hold they're called kesoisov because they uh, make the making hard referring to I guess the breads to keep them hard umachazikin oison and they support them shaloyishaber they shouldn't break so that's why they're called kesoisov umenaki yosef elu hakanim those are the 
pipe shemenakin oisom shaloyis abshu. They filter to the pipes that they clean the bread. The lashon clean. They shouldn't get uh, uh, moldy. So then you have so the kanim or the menakim, and, and that's why we also answered what we had before the question. Rashi loyis abshu. That's the purpose of the kisoyso before and menaki yosef was shouldn't break or in this way is they're holding him they should stay strong and menaki yosef is they clean they shouldn't be smell smelly. Avul unkulus shetirgem but unkulus that translates umechilte the tanch is menaki yosef mechilte hoyeshayne kedivraimer menaki yosef snifim he understood similar to the words of the sage who says that menaki yosef are branches but. Again, since we had three pipes, whatever the but since we had three pipes for each bread, so that means that these uh, these columns uh, that were there uh, had there had to be uh, three columns for each marocha, three columns for each marocha uh, to hold. Uh, each notched out with six uh, notches, uh, and they would each hold uh, six. Uh, um, I'm wondering why they needed six uh, notches for six pipes, but the uh, first bread was on the table. I will see soon. I think the first bread was on the table, and then you needed a separation. So you had these columns with the notches, three of these columns over one side of the bread, uh, and uh, and um, and you had three pipes for the first one that would separate. So on, so then you had a, the second story, the second bread would be on that. So you needed one. So to, for for and for the third one, you need a second. So you only need five. I don't know why Rashi says six over there. Let's go by it. Maybe it will be explained. Um, Asher Yusach Bohen, what does it mean? The Menachem Yusach Bohen, Rashi, Asher Yichusah Bohen, that the table will be covered with them. Ba'al Kisoysov, who Oimer, and on the Kisoysov, on the Kisoysov, the half pipes, Oimer Shiyusach. It's not talking about the bread, like I thought the bread would cover. The Kisoysov themselves, they hover over him, Asher Yichusah Bohen. Because they covered, they hovered over the table, uh, those three pipes that held the uh, that held the bread on them. And I think over there, when it says that uh, there was three pipes that they shouldn't get uh, smelly, that Rashi said in the beginning, Vasisa, uh, by the choice of Rashi's kidei, shel tichna konas ruach benehem. So it seems that Rashi is saying that Bein Lechem, the Lechem from the top and the bottom, but also maybe uh, in between the pipes they should go in. That's why on each of the Kanim. And that's, that would also make sense. The difference, one of them was called that the supporter so that the air should go in in between. So for each bread itself, that's why there's three Kanim. So the bread is not totally covered by one Kan. And then also that there's a space from the top to the bottom, and that's supported by the uh, by those poles, by the uh, by the pillars. Um, so Rashi said, "V'chayolik mischav kisim v'chayim makom achar oimer ve'es kisoyis hanesach the the half pipes which hover v'ze v'ze and both of them the word yusach v'hanesach she yusach bem v'hanesach loshon schach v'kisim in our language hanschach and kisui." But this Rashi that says Al Kusayisav Oimerkain is because Rashi follows the opinion as he learns before that they are talking about those pipes. But Lachayre, if the other according to the other Rabbi, then is Menaki Yosef Rashi Yosef Bayim. In a way, because Kusayisav is written before Menaki Yosef, so it almost is 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 is, is it shows like the other Mandomer. That's why it says Vechapoyisav Kusayisav, and then it's Mashu Menaki Yosef Rashi Yosef Bayim, because. Uh, but here Rashi has to emphasize in saying, no, still, even though there's word in Menachi Yosef is in between Ashi Yosef Bahem, it's still Ukusayisov Ashi Yosef Bahem. Ponsiglamet, Venesata la Shulchan Lechem Ponim, Lefonai Tomit. You should place on the table 
Showbread, lechem ponim, lechem on the faces, Rashi has explained before why we call it lechem ponim with the dfus, because it has the, the up on both sides. Lefonai before me at all times. Lechem ponim, Rashi, sheyesh leponim, it has a face. Having a face means that uh, it looks up, it's not just like a flat bread which doesn't have, but this goes up and it looks on both sides the way it's placed on the edges of the table. And the number of how many breads, and the order, which is 12, and the order, the way it was stacked, are explicit in the parsha of Emer Lakoyanim.